season, another reason to update your home for fall at Prairie Gardens. This week, find brand new savings and fall-tastic prices, like handmade scarecrow wreaths, just $19.97, and $1.97 pumpkin placemats, towels, and more. Plus, you'll have no fear Halloween is near with an incredible selection at spectacular prices. Hurry in to have it all this fall with these savings and more at Prairie Gardens. Extraordinary garden, boutique, framing, and the best in seasons and home decor. Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Join us at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan, or certainly the phone lines are open at 356-9397. You can even text us your questions or comments to 3515357. We have plant experts on hand, including Marianne Betts. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. And today we have our special guest, Yay. Jack DeVroomen, the bulb expert. Oh, good morning, everybody. Hey, good Jack. morning, Jack. Yay. I'm so glad you were able to join us again this year. It's a lot of fun. It's always, it's always, I always learn so much when you come. Me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, and that's saying something, the experts learn <laughs> from you. There's always yeah. something to learn, honey. <laughs> we, can, yeah. we can learn something every day. Good point, good yeah. point. And, uh, and you're going to be giving a seminar a little later this morning. I think 9.30? At 9.30. Yeah. Okay, yeah, great. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we'll give a little preview here at the show what, what we'll all talk about later. Yay. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm wondering, are there still places open if folks wanted to come oh. in for oh, it? Oh, we'll find room. Was yeah, it? absolutely. Okay, good. Totally. Okay, yeah. good. Just, show up. just show we'll up. We'll get chairs. Oh, good. Okay. I didn't know if it was. We got lots of chairs. We'll just, we'll just push the Christmas stuff out of the way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. So, Jack, you said you've, you've been on the road a lot. You just recently came from Calgary. Yeah. I know you, you tend to go all over the world. Well, we, we uh, as a company, uh, of course, we grow most of our products in the Netherlands, where it's ideal climate for the bulbs, mm. ideal soil and conditions. Uh, this year, we had a little more dry conditions, but we were able to get the bulbs out. And uh, the, the quality is very good, by the way. They um, look fabulous. And... Uh, we were able to get them here before Labor Day, I believe, but but the selection yes. is so good still. I'm I'm, I'm surprised how, how 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 well things are kept up here. I know, but you know what? We've had people in sh shopping bulbs like crazy, Jack. I, oh, yeah. I, every time I walk by, there's another empty box. I see so. it. I right. see it. Yeah. We need to replace. And, uh, and of course, uh, it, it, it's more like like trying to find the right combinations for people and and, oh, yeah. and, and, and it used to be that uh, p people would come out here but now we have pre-packed selections and oh those uh, are fabulous butterflies and bees and I, I really think that they like people like that yeah they do because they everybody comes in and they want to have instant gratification so they think you know i don't want to have to think about what am i going to put together and you've already done it they're yeah. pre-packaged yeah, and absolutely it's so That's cool awesome i love it right absolutely love it. and talk about like the bees and the butterfly package because from what i understand they're they're timed so that you hopefully have color throughout the spring is that right that's right that's right it's it's about uh from early crocus to mid hyacinths and and mid alliums to late alliums so it's almost like like a, a two months uh, a color of either purple or yellow or, or blue and, and all those bulbs that you plant, they attract the bees and butterflies. So, so uh, it's a good thing to, before the summer comes, when they really come out, mm -hmm. to they have a early start. Yeah, they need that all season long, not just in no, the summertime. No. And I was just reading on, I, I love those bags. It's such a great uh, 
way to present them to the public. Um, little bags that have all of them in it, like you were talking about, and extending the bloom time. But there's a, a little bit of information on them, and, and that was one of the little tidbits I picked up, is that the pollinators actually need things when they first come out, which is when... Um, there's not much going on. Yeah. So putting these bulbs out make, makes sure that there's something early for the pollinators. Yeah. So that's a great thing. I love it. It's also such a breath of fresh air when you're tired of winter. Oh, my and gosh. they yeah. start poking <laughs> their little heads out. It's like, oh, yeah, spring's about here. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and of course, and of course, uh, uh, to to tie in it a little bit in that direction, th there's more special, uh, unusual bulbs. Like we have all kind of two tones muscari grape hives yes. these days, and, uh, and a nice big skilla blue arrow. S and then of course the the, the allium chubetti, which you can dry back later. That's oh, it's your favorite, I've right? Yes, I have been <laughs> using that in my garden, and then it's the it's a big allium that looks like uh, fireworks. Really? And, and they're really pretty. And then when oh they dry, I, I just let them dry naturally out. Maybe that's not the right method, but I do. And then I, I pull the, the uh, bloomscapes off, and then I spray paint them and put them back in the garden. Really? <laughs> it is so much fun. It's like you can, you can paint them any color you want. And then, and then you've got color wherever you want, whenever you want. It's very artistic. And yeah. the, it, it, is, it yes. is so cute. It is so fun. I yeah. love it. And, and they're just really cool when they flower. I mean, that, that's just such an interesting form. I think that's cool because you could, you could make them turquoise if you wanted to. I have. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Red, yellow, I, you know, whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> there little, it is. a little pop of color somewhere. Well, and one year, nice. I, th and they have a tendency to spread a little bit, you know, seeds somewhat. Not, not too much, but... Um, so one year I was able to collect a bouquet of them. I mean, I had a whole bucket full of dried ones. It was just really fun. It was neat yeah. to have. Oh, I bet. And about how large do they get? Because the, on the photo, it looks like it's it's, awesome. it's a little girl holding it. Oh, mine like never get that big. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah. He's yeah. Jack's almost, two or th almost a feet sometimes. If, if, if a feet wide, it's unusual. I'm, I must not talk to mine right. Mine are, mine are more like about this, about a, a ten. A can everybody see this? Ten inches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like I, a I, I forget. <laughs> I'm Jack, such a, what would you say Jack was person. holding out? Maybe like a foot, foot and, and a half, half, it looked like. No, yeah. foot almost, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we eight, don't do metric. We haven't no. caught up yet. Eight or ten inches. <laughs> eight or ten <laughs> inches is yeah. about as big as mine get. Maybe, no, maybe ten. Yeah. That's okay. pretty big, though. But it's still big. I mean, it's still a texture in the garden that, you know, when they're in flower, it's just like, Wow, what's that? Yes. People say that all the time. Yeah. I can imagine yeah. that. And, and, yeah, really catch your eye yeah, just absolutely. driving by. Yep. You just have that big, odd shape in the garden. Now, I had a, a customer in the other day, and she said, did you get that Allium Miami? And we did. She said she, it had bloomed for her several years. She said, I need more of it because it has more of an more of a upright uh, bloom habit. She said it is so striking in the garden. It's just so different. So I'm going to have to get some of those this year, too. Yeah. But Maybe. I better hurry, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Starting to run out over there, are they? Yeah, those yep. are popular. Yeah. 
So let's give some some uh, uh, compliments to our Swedish friends. We made a Swedish sweet this year. <laughs> Swedish oh. sweets, isn't we, it? I love Swedish sweet. That's really cool. And and the reason I bring it up is the Dutch got all over it because uh, we got beaten by the Swedish before going to the World Championships. Uh-oh. Shocker! And they beat Italy as well. Uh oh! But we still <laughs> kept the package in there. <laughs> despite all that. Oh, despite <laughs> all the, the, but it's a nice combination of yellow That's and beautiful. blues and uh, the muscari and the, the glory of the snow. So the, the the first things to pop up when you when you when spring is there. So That's so really lovely. Um, uh, I like how you package it. Says perfect partners. It, it's you know colors that complement each other. Yes. Which is really neat. And shapes. Yeah. Yeah. You get a variety of. Are those the grape hyacinths that I'm yeah. seeing in there? Yep. Beautiful. And as you can see, Tamara, yeah. you see the different bulbs in the back, so they're all already pre pre blended, pre mixed. That's great. Okay, these look like they're about the size of a nickel. Some are the size of a quarter. How? What would you recommend as far as uh, planting those to get the fullest effect out of them? We have squirrels to worry about. Yeah, might I yeah, add? Yeah. So. Well, well, well. Luckily, uh, 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 because two of the three, the animals won't touch. Uh, when you blend the tulips in between, it's normally a good success. That's why my the advice to always plant some daffodils or allium and even fritillaria oh. around them because they, they, they stink like a skunk. Oh. And that keeps the animals out. Oh. If it's just uh, so so uh, that's why we like the daffodils so much in this area. We have a beautiful combination now with, with two tones like mother and daughter oh. and father and son. Yeah. To combine the, the big trumpets with the smaller with the smaller uh, 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 multi flowering daffodils. Which, which gives a good combination, but those those animals, yeah, they're, they're something, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's, yeah. it's just incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to learn to share. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> no. So if you really want to protect them, uh, uh, maybe some, some chicken wire over them or, or planting them a little deeper, maybe six to eight inches. I know it's tough in the clay here, mm-hmm. but if you make the hole deep enough and you make the ground very loose so the drainage goes through easily, it's very good to uh, to uh, to have the, the, the animals trying to stay away from them. Okay, and and it doesn't hurt the bulb that are to t- all to to dig them a little deeper. No, you don't no. go that far no. down. They'll find their way up, huh? So, what's the best fertilizer to use when you're planting bulbs? Well, the, the always try to use a slow release fertilizer because they really want the fertilizer after they're done flowering. Sure, so, of course. So you can you can implement it during planting. But make sure you work it through the ground so that the, the roots don't don't get burned by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you see them coming up in the spring and you work it through the ground, that's also good. Because okay. then they'll, they'll get through the roots and when they're done flowering, then that's, where that's where they really need it to, me- to make the new bulbs. Bone meal, sure, blood that meal, that kind of thing? Well, that is, that is a short term. I would uh, maybe a 996 or something like that. A little, okay. little slower released okay. fertilizer. Yeah. I, I like compost a lot. Do oh, you, yeah. You recommend compost? Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. I Go got ahead. it made. And then as far as, I mean, they, they'll they'll go ahead and, and um, reproduce on their own in the ground, right? Right, right. So at what point should we worry about uh, kind of dividing them and giving them a little more room? Well, when you look, when you look at tulips or daffodils, uh, four, five, six, seven years are, are just perfect to just leave them in the ground. Okay. By the time you see the daffodils just making only greens it's time to dig them up and divide them and that's mostly after seven eight years oh okay and uh, tulips you can leave as long as you let them grow out let them grow 
dormant when, when the leaf when the, when the flowers are done and make sure you just top the heads off and that the leaves die naturally then after they're done yellow they come yellow they can you can take the leaves away and you can really let them grow for the new year and cool. don't overwater them in the spring see that's uh, sometimes if it's a dry spring it's better for, really? for bulbs so uh, oh, okay. they don't need that much water then that's great because that's our wettest season, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, and don't cut the foliage off, Marianne, like oh. you usually do. I don't cut it off. I pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it's nice to interplant perhaps with perennials. I do that all the time, Jack. But yeah. the perennials I do. Yeah, I, yeah, in yeah. fact, yeah, I do that. But I just, there's something about it. I just feel compelled to go out and pull them off. And sometimes I cut them off. And I'm not so mean. But, um, yeah, I don't. It's and I, they come back every year yep. despite me. Well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, well. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens, 3569397. I'm sorry, Jack, what were you about to say? Um, something that grows really here uh, locally, and in, 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 in we've seen many in the Robert Elton Park, oh, yeah. is the Licorice uh, Squimagira, which is yes. a <laughs> easy name, Naked Lady. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> Everybody oh, likes that name. Yeah. <laughs> And um, the first time I saw them here, it's unbelievable. In, 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 I guess early August. They yes. Are here. Yeah. But they yeah. only shoot leaves in the spring, right? Right. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And you then, got it. And the leaves are gone, and then suddenly the rain starts in August, and it booms. There, there they it are. Is. <laughs> Without yes. leaves. Yeah. Is that something? Yes. Surprise lilies. Yes. Also, surprise yes. another surprise common lilies. name is yes. painted yes. ladies. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. naked yeah. ladies. That's yeah. Naked that's ladies. That catches everybody's eye. Surprise lily. Resurrection lily. Resurrection lily. Right. A nice, a nice pink, and boy, when they start maturing and aging, they clump really nicely and have lots of flowers coming on them. So it's really fun to watch them. Good. And it thrives well here. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But absolutely. It is amusing, though. I, I did, we have some in our yard, and um, and they started growing up in the spring. Nothing ever happened with them. Uh, and they just kind of, you know, went away. And just, and then all of a sudden, yeah, in August, it was, whoa, what is that? What's that? Where did that come from? Because <laughs> yeah. you forget. Right? So I can understand the surprise, Lily. Yep. Naked ladies, though, I love the uh, the pink colors that yeah, are in it is them, nice. though. It's it so really light to a... A, a more of a carnation and and a little bit deeper pink in the middle. Yep, they are very pretty. They are indeed. So, Jack, I know that your family has been, uh, or this business has been in your family for some time, right? Yeah, my grandfather started in 1925. Wow. And uh, he came from a bull family, but he had two brothers, and his, his dad thought, well, you, you, you're strong enough to be on your own, so he started his own business. <laughs> And uh, he had three sons. They all went into the business, and I went in the business with my dad after buying out my uncle and my cousins. And um, uh, but we just focus on United States and Canada. That's big enough for us. Oh, nice! Mm -hmm. And uh, because for United States and Canada, you need special bulbs that have uh, been selected and approved by the USDA. Oh, sure. You cannot ship any soil, so it's a special quality bulb. They always look clean. Um, uh, and as a matter of fact, the American people from the USDA, that some live in the Netherlands to come out to our nursery and mm -hmm. to come out to the warehouse huh. almost every day when they ship to inspect our products. Oh, so wow. when things come to New Jersey or, or Montreal, uh, they're pre-approved and they only do spot checking, which is a fast way of, of, of getting things entered into the country and, uh, and, 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 and distributed. 
Yeah, that's really important. You remember my early days in horticulture, I was in the mail order business. And and that's a really important uh, feature for different countries. And I know you you get used to to rules, but they they, they need to change as things change in in our environment. So it's really important to follow those rules about the soil and insects and diseases. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very important. So that's great. So to, uh, to, to talk a, lot, a little bit about our changes in the nursery, we, we really uh, changed our, our way of growing uh, using very minimum of, of chemicals and, 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 and uh, nice. weed control, but just uh, rotating more. So we have a rotation plan of five years. So tulips come back every five years on the same grounds and hyacinths and, and daffodils. So we, re- we changed those with combination with peonies and hostas and daylilies. Oh. And then the sixth year is a, is a rest year. So we inulate the land we just put a, a, f- a food of water on the land for about three months that oh, gives wow. all the nematodes and all the the the, the beds the bed seed uh, really? uh, that we have for from weeds so uh, so the seven year we start again wow that's interesting yeah. that's interesting yeah. a, a seven year cycle so flooding the fields for uh three months you said yes that pretty much eliminates all of the issues that would go on well you cannot eliminate all the issues because when you have uh, uh, insects uh, there's always a chance that you have one virus plant that will jump from one plant to another sure so you'll just walk through the fields and take those plants out to minimize sure. to minimize the virus and there's only a, a certain small tolerance from the USDA so we make sure we are beyond that sure it's called scouting here we, and it's it, it's important even in your garden to, to scout and look for uh, problems but yeah if you just keep on top of it it's not usually a big issue no no and it's mother nature too. Yeah, you that's know, we, right. We get the flu once in a while too. Yep. Or whether sure. we like it or not. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Keep you on your toes. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. So it's been a busy week here, I imagine. Yes, it has. Yes, yeah. for sure. Has a, what would you say has been your most asked question this week? Well, I don't know about you, about? John, but mine's been about how do I get rid of those spots in my lawn that have died? Well, you know what? It's been such a hot summer and um, continuing to be a very warm fall. And not so wet. We've we've not had so much moisture. But um, bluegrass has a tendency to go dormant in the heat. Yep. So if oh, you haven't okay. been consistently watering, um, and that's a lot, especially this year, I think it would have been a lot. But um, there's going to be spots like that. And when it cools off and when we get a little bit of moisture, it'll come right back. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, overseeding is a good thing. Spotting, doing spots in your, your yard, you know, raking it up, making sure that you get good contact with the soil, with your seed, your grass seed, and water, water, water. Yeah, I think that's what it's about. And soil prep is, is really important. It's when everything, you're seeding. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So about what would you be doing in your lawn right now? Seeding, fertilizing? Is it safe to do that? It's not absolutely the temperatures have come down. We're still we're still at the we're getting on the edge of of, you know, germinations because we're gonna play with frost pretty soon. But uh a lot of of people forget that um, some grass seeds like bluegrass takes a lot longer to germinate than than the fescues and the rye, so it's nice to get the thing those um, mixed together. But um, it's yeah. still it's still a good time yeah. because the, yeah. the nights are getting a little cooler. Yep. So it, as long as you're willing to water, because once the seeds dry out, you're done with the, those seeds are done. Okay. So. 
All right. You're, this is October. This is our first show in October. Uh, I'm still getting used to it not being yeah. September any longer. And not only that, it, in, in just a week, it'll be the middle of October. Oh, my. <laughs> Thanks is, for that. That's all right. Well, I bring it up because you have a sale on your Halloween items. Oh. Uh, they are 25% off. Yeah, yes. 25 off. That's great. 25% off all of your Halloween decor. And, and how much fun. Oh, my gosh. Oh, great <laughs> items out here. Yeah. Total fun. Uh huh. You have uh, fun yard decorations and for inside the house and pumpkins uh, and gourds and still all sorts of fun stuff. Full yes. swing with all the fresh pumpkins and gourds and heirlooms. So yeah. It's just not got another shipment in yesterday, and boy, they're just so much fun. It's just every every shipment that comes in gets more fun. They're colors and sizes and shapes that are Different just shapes, crazy. Yes. Yeah, it's really it's fun. It's fun stuff. Yeah. And the Great chrysanthemums are are just spectacular. Oh my gosh! Oh yes! <laughs> oh my gosh! If you want instant oh, color, instant impact, like you're saying, to open up and you oh, just have this yeah. sea of yellow. Uh, followed by a sea of rust colors and a sea of orange. The yellow wave. Okay, that's we're having a yellow mum sale yeah. right now. Oh, and really? Even I partook of that. Yeah. <laughs> it is. We've got some great prices on on mums right now. So yeah, yeah the uh, the jumbos are on sale for six ninety seven. Yeah. Six ninety seven. Okay, that's really cheap. That is great. Fourteen ninety seven for the next size up. The fancies. Um, they're usually twenty dollars. Uh, it is just fabulous. <laughs> and then, then the thirty dollar wow. ones are on sale for twenty dollars. Wow! I know. Those and are, well, that's great. You can't I, hardly I, put your arms now, around. I, I put. A, I, I drive a, a big truck when I have to haul things. So I came out to get three of them. And I just. It's okay. So like a suburban, you know, the, the extra long thing and the holds a sheet of plywood, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. I could barely get three of them in the back of my truck. Wow. So that's how, that's how <laughs> full and large yeah. they are. It's a beautiful view when you drive it just, Isn't to, just to look at it and to I walk know. through it with the, with the old tractor in the front just it's just crazy it's just i know how so much fun <laughs> yeah. 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 absolutely fun. it is yeah i love that ford tractor in the front yeah it's from like the 50s or 30s yeah. Yeah. Vin- it's definitely vintage anyway yeah. yeah definitely yeah i see a lot of kids climbing on it for a, a photo, photo op a photo op yeah mm-hmm. it's definitely a photo op <laughs> it's a great photo op <laughs> yes it is definitely <laughs> so okay the yellow mom sale 697 for the jumbos normally ten dollars and then the ones that are normally twenty dollars are only fourteen ninety seven and the humongous ones <laughs> the big boys that Marianne was describing <laughs> normally thirty dollars yours for only nineteen ninety seven. But if you're not into yellow we do have other colors. They're just not at that sale price. They're just there's some great prices out there, but there's a lot of colors available. Just it's just the yellows that are on sale today. Okay. But it, but yellow's so striking because you can see it for so far away. I think the first time I ever heard yellow referred to as a visible color was Jack, and he said, that's the 65 mile, was it 65 mile Jack came up with well, that one? <laughs> if, if you behave, sometimes I drive 75. But, but, but you, still see it. you know what kind of car I drive, Jack. <laughs> you, still, you still see it. But you're right, it's, it's, you can see it from a distance. And, and it'll pe- get people attention right away. Yes, it does. Yeah, right 65 mile like, an hour color. Like a big clump of daffodils. I, I honestly, I have never, the, the only time I've ever seen this was, I think it was on the southeast coast, maybe in one of the Carolinas, but along the interstate. Oh, they, yeah. They do daffodils. It's like, seriously? Really? It was stunning. I, you're driving by and you're looking just like this. Your head's back, back and forth and back and forth. It was really beautiful. Okay. But yellow, yeah, that's a really fast color. It is. It is. <laughs> I love it. Funny. 65 mile an hour color. 
Yep. Yeah. That's great. Uh, three five six nine three nine seven. What have you been doing in your yards this past week? Busy at all? I've been mostly watering. Yeah. You you you've been getting that five gallon bucket out, haven't you? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just so dry. Oh my gosh, it, it is. Uh, but you know, this is and it's so important. I was thinking about this just um, a couple of days ago. Watering again. When you've planted things in your garden this year, trees, shrubs, even perennials, mm-hmm. you the trees and shrubs, especially conifers and, and broadleaf evergreens, really, really need extra moisture now because they need to go into the the fall and winter with enough moisture up in the plant itself to get it through the kind of winters that we have. You know, it's 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 winter in, in the Midwest. You know, we have snow here, not so much, um, which is not good, but then we have the heavy winds and temperatures that are really stupid, and it just desiccates plants. Well, you know. <laughs> I know. Well, then I, if, yeah. if I'm not wrong, it's also when it, when there's a freeze and then it thaws. And the then freeze thaws, yeah. yeah. And, the, and good mulch is will, will help moderate that, but having good moisture up into the plant to protect it for the winter is really important. Yeah, it, it's. I think people tend to forget when we get into the fall, and the cold temperatures that oh I'm done for the season I don't have to water but it's just so important it really to get is. those roots established yeah yeah and and you know it's like uh, boxwoods uh, around here boxwoods historically have been something that burns on the southwest side mm-hmm. of the plant because of the winds mm-hmm. um, most always in the winter until just in the last decade maybe and there've been so many improve, improvements in boxwoods and they they really perform much better. But they still need that moisture in the plant to keep them through the winter, keep their good color, instead of getting browned and burned and browned. So right. Yeah. You've been planting, though, haven't I, you, John? I, I have been doing some planting, yeah. Yeah, I, I've been doing uh, some, some I've been blessed to, someone has shared some hostas again with me and some awesome tree peony. And, um, yeah, I did nice. uh, a couple of weeks ago, I did a kusa dogwood. And uh, so I'm looking forward to getting all those things established for next spring. But it's especially difficult where I live because I live in, in timber under oak and hickory trees. Campion. And, of course, they that's the first thing that takes all the water away. Sure. Oh, you know, okay. So, so we're, we're dry up on the surface. So if when you're doing planting in those areas, you just have to be particularly uh, you know, tenant to, to moisture. How does that affect bulbs, Jack? Oh, a tree can't. Rest. Well, the um, what what I think is is important if you if you um, uh, like you said like John said if you have uh, trees or shrubs uh, uh, make sure you don't plant direct under them uh, near 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 the stem but maybe a couple of feet ar- away from it so they have some some sunlight um, and and you can feel at the ground already whether it's dry and and. and in the fall, then you plant it, give them one time a good water shot, and then they'll survive, they'll make roots. Uh, so so they can stand it pretty good. Um, they make long roots. But if you really want to naturalize in, in the in the grass, for instance, where a lot of people like to have their scillas or their cynodoxas, sure. uh, it's not so much the water, but to just to let them grow naturally after they're done flowering. So don't mow the grass too fast. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> a lot of times happens. But people love to do that. When you, when you come up north in, in, oh, in, yeah. in Lake Forest, in mean, the Minetka area, you yeah. see those lawns with, with all the glory of the snow or Silas America. Yes. It's just a lot of fun to see the blue carpets. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've, there's a couple of, of um, 
homes here that do that. Uh, one that has a cella, just, it, it just looks like a sea of blue in the front yard. It's just so lovely. And yeah, I guess they probably won't mow until later. Yes. <laughs> no. with, not keep, my house. Keep it high. Yeah. Do you, now, with, uh, with the bulbs that you produce, do you do any parenting? I don't know how to. <laughs> well, hybridizing, Thank yes. you. Yes, That's right. <laughs> parenting is maybe different. <laughs> yeah. But I was hoping you'd jump in and know what I was talking about. Yeah. Most, most of the bulbs you see are hybridized. There's, there's, you see some of the original botanical tulips, mm -hmm. which are great because they're multi-flowering a lot of times. They're short. Uh, but a lot of bulbs are, 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 are naturalized. I've got two good examples, for instance, for it is oh, those are beautiful. people love um, the multi-flowering bulbs. Mm -hmm. And the multi-flowering bulbs is, 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 is nice because you, it gives you almost a week more of, of, of color. Nice. Because some will come early in the stem, some come later. And that's just wonderful. You have two examples. You candy club and cartouche. Cartouche is my favorite because it has that kind of reddish purple adds to it mm -hmm. and it flowers forever that's it me. flowers forever so um yes those are hybridized so nice. that so we made uh, um, perhaps a regular multi-flowering bulb with a, with a different color and that's how we got all those crazy colors there's those two tone combinations okay that is uh, really neat yeah I was cool. and then what kind of traits you were going for then besides the color well the most most money is of course uh invested by by growers uh, that are looking for the for the large markets for the for the cut flower and the container grown oh, sure. production yeah. because oh. because they're they need specialized short tulips with big heads and that have good forcing ideas, but of course they they do so many hybridations that that so many uh, seedlings come up, and then we get called in from uh, from those people and we can look at all the odd stuff, and that's what people like in their garden. These something days. different. Something different. Yeah. Something oh different. yeah. Uh, but if you look at, for instance, Strong Gold is, is the tulip that is grown the most because of the cut flower production. Huh. But uh, you don't even see it on display because it's just a regular tulip, a regular yellow tulip. Just a regular Which tulip? Yes. Just a regular tulip. And, uh, <laughs> but but it's, it's almost 25% of the whole production. Wow. But it goes to the cut flower production. It goes to the container people that, sure. that get them for Easter and uh, mm -hmm. Valentine's Day. Sure. And uh, then you need specific habits. But for the gardens, everybody, every, everything will grow. Okay, good. That's really neat. S are they all full sun? Do you have a variety so that if somebody has to deal with more shade, they we might still be able to? Now, this like sun, the licorice, but all the other bulbs that are spring flowering, with, with the trees having no leaves at all in the spring, most of the times when the flowers come up, you can plant them half shade, half sun full shade it doesn't matter really if you want to naturalize you need a little bit more sun but if you use them as annuals in your beds it's fine to plant them wherever you want okay good yeah it's it's kind of cool because i have like an area where you know, we have no sun no never any direct sun but uh you know in the spring as jack said not as not as many leaves so you know you still get the brightness that will create the the full cycle of the plant. And sure. so you're able to have bulbs in, in your spring. shady yards. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. That is awesome. That's See, nice. The whole idea is is, is also that, that when you would cut a tulip right now, you see already the flower. So we really have to do something wrong to destroy it. So if you do it right, <laughs> and you plant them now, you plant them at the right depth, you leave them alone over the winter time, there's always a flower coming. 
but it's sort of shit. So, uh, so, so that is the, the good promise that, that we have. The flowers already in there. Boy. So speaking of doing something wrong, how about planting them upside down? Yeah. The, the, when, we, when we plant our nursery, uh, which is about 48 acres, we have machines going through them. Yeah. And they just drop them. Mm-hmm. There's no time to put them all upside down. Right. The right, uh-huh. and, and, and we've never oh, seen sure. a tulip coming up in China. <laughs> 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 it will find a way. It will find a way. As a the shortest of, route. As a matter, as a matter of fact, uh, I learned here the trick that when you put them sideways, it 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 it, it, it delays a couple of days, so you can have different oh. uh, different uh, uh, times of, of flowers. But I wouldn't go to the effort. But uh, but if you plan, then you like to put the the point up, of course. It's always better, but okay. they will find a way. They'll find a way. That's okay. awesome. That's great. Despite <laughs> the perennial, because a peony, you really want to put a, a, the eyes on the top. Yes, absolutely. And the surface. Absolutely. Uh, otherwise, they won't flower. You plant them too deep, the peonies, they won't flower. So the perennials, you yeah. like to have the surface always up, close to the, the to the uh, to the either the container or to the to the surface of the ground, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yep. And you don't have to worry about that so much with bulbs. Yeah, that's like that's a question uh, you get a lot of times. Which which isn't just up? Yeah. <laughs> Usually take the pointy one, but I don't. Yeah, but know. sometimes they're not, sometimes they're not always pointy. That's <laughs> true. Sometimes they're not. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 So can we talk about forcing bulbs a little bit? Yes. Um, because we always have that kind of question: How long does it take? Is it too late to start? What do I need to do? Does it need soil? All those kinds of things. So. Well, with the forcing, there's, there's of course, different uh, types of, of bulbs that you can use. The easiest is the, the paper whites. They don't sure. need any cold, and you already have the good paper whites right here yes. for a very good price. Mm-hmm. And you can start them any time, and it only takes four to six weeks to, uh, to get them to flower. Awesome. So you can have them for the holidays. The next uh, easy one is the amaryllis bulb yes. that are coming in, in two, to, two to three weeks from now. Yeah. And you can start them inside without any cooling. Uh, you want to do forcing bulbs on the display that's out there. You need to fool the bulbs that you have that you give them 12 weeks of cold, and you can do it in your refrigerator. The best way is to plant them now, put them in a cool spot in the refrigerator or a basement that's below 55 for 12 weeks. Below 55. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so 40 isn't too warm. No. But okay. You want to keep them above freezing. Gotcha. But uh, below 45 uh, for 12 weeks, and then you can bring them inside. Gotcha. Nice. So there's a big difference between the things you put out in your garden, which can be forced, but they need to be chilled first. That's right. And then the paper whites and amaryllis, which do not need a chilling, which would probably that would probably destroy the flower in it, wouldn't it? The chilling. Well, the the, the chilling wouldn't destroy it. It would just delay it instead. Oh, it would delay okay. it. It wouldn't See wouldn't the kill it. Paper whites are grown in Israel on the Golan Heights. Right. And there's no winters, so when right. you go to Israel, you see them flowering in December, January. That's where we get our crop from. Sure. We oh. buy a whole container direct from Israel, and then we do distribution. And of course, amaryllis are originally from South Africa mm-hmm. and Brazil, so uh, they have their, their tropical uh, climate already in them. It's a matter of, of planting and giving them water and uh, putting them inside the house with normal house temperatures. Yeah. Well, I think about uh, people, can I leave it out in the winter? Well, no, I don't think you can because it's just too cold for them. It's too cold. So, yeah. so if you if you did save your amaryllis by planting them in the spring after the, after the winter it's now about time to get them in before the frost comes oh sure and okay put the leaves off and put them on the side for about four to six weeks and plant them again oh they have to have that rest period right uh, yes yeah. that rest period yep gotcha and um, uh, 
uh, ours are grown in greenhouses with ideal climates, so we have guaranteed flowers. It depends on the summer how it was to see if, if the flower came back from the outside plantings. Gotcha. That's neat. That is neat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I forced, um, I, I got some, I was talking about my Peter Stuyvesants, <laughs> some hyacinths. Some hyacinths, yes. Yes, and, they were, and I went ahead and forced them indoors last late winter, early spring, really, and they were just stunning. And the, oh my gosh, the <laughs> fragrance. They, you could just smell them throughout the whole house, and it was That's just, just a wonderful smell. Yes. Right. Just beautiful flowery smell, and and um, so that was the very first time I had ever forced bulbs, and I it was so incredibly rewarding. That's I awesome. Do, it really was. I have to encourage other people. You know, if you haven't done it before, try it. Try it once, just for fun. Try it, you'll like it. Right. <laughs> and of course, I had to give them away. Well, you know, so that others could enjoy them. You know what? That's what gardening's about: sharing, sharing your Absolutely. garden. Absolutely. Whether it's by giving flowers away or by having people in and sharing that. Yeah. It's cool beans. Cool. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Now in addition to the Yellow Mom sale, uh, and the twenty five percent off all of your Halloween decor, you are having some other sales uh, as you um as you weed out all of the, maybe that isn't the right word to use. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, as you uh, pull items off of your shelves, like I, the trees and shrubs. Well, I got to first perennials. say that just yesterday, I, I had a customer bring in a clump of something in her lawn, and, and she said, what it is? I said, well, you know, it could be this, it could be that, but do you really need to know the name? And she said, well, I said, honey, any, any plant in the wrong place is a weed. So... My husband loves that. Yeah. <laughs> he reminds me of that often. All of our sh trees and shrubs are on sale with the exception of boxwoods. But conifers, yeah. deciduous shrubs, flowering shrubs, the trees that we have. And I don't know if you were able to had time to walk all the way back, but we just got in some more evergreens, which we don't usually do this oh. time of year. But um, hundreds and hundreds. So yeah. it's, it's just like Great. a breath of fresh air to see all this nice evergreen trees and shrubs right now yeah which is which is great time to get planted we you can get a uh, the roots started now and uh by by planting now they're gonna they're gonna slowly get established over the winter and they're gonna take off and grow a lot faster in the spring as opposed to if you just plant them in the spring exactly and it's usually wetter in the spring so it's easier to get in the ground now okay yeah. And they're thirty percent off. Yeah, conifers. Yeah, thirty yeah. percent. All of our conifers, our deciduous shrubs are fifty. I have a small group that's sixty percent off. Uh, the trees are seventy percent. Seventy, but almost non-existent. But we only have four or five trees left. <laughs> we still so. have some great, some great deciduous shrubs. Uh, there's some great viburnums oh and burning bush. You want burning yeah. bush? Oh yeah. my gosh, we got some. We have a great, uh, nice selection of burning bush, and there's some already turning. Fire engine red. Really? Yeah. Fire engine yeah. red. So, and the Iteas that are beginning to get that uh, real deep maroon coloration, which is a, a nice alternative to the burning bush. But there's some great shrubs back there. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that uh, coral berry. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Isn't that cool? That's neat. It's the pink berry on it now. It's a, you know, kind of a, a nice uh, white flower in the spring. But right now it has pink berries, like the calicarp is the uh, beauty, beauty bush, bush, which has purple. Yeah. Um this one has pink berries. About how tall do they get? Uh, I think it's about a five-foot shrub. Yeah. yeah. Great. Ish. Okay. 
But how cool is it to have something like that in now, the fall? Yes. When there's not too much else going on. Yeah. Good point. Which reminds me, fall bulbs. What are good fall bulbs for around here? For flowering. Flowering fall. Well, of course, the dahlias have been coming up really, really good the last couple of years. But those you plant in the spring when things come in March, April. Uh-huh. And, uh, but the dahlias uh, have been uh, back back in, in the trend, especially the dinner plates, the big, the big dahlias. And they did yeah, great yeah. again this year. Yeah. Uh, in combination with the, 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 the lilies that you can leave in the ground. As a matter of fact, we have a few lilies in the fall to plant still. Yeah. We have some martagons here on sale, which is which is nice. But in the I spring, there's martagons. a big colla- big selection yeah. of, of lilies. Yeah. There's yeah. A, a crocus that blooms in the fall. I don't think we have it, but there is a crocus that blooms in the fall, and just a couple of other things that yeah, are, that are nice. Actually, huh. you have one that is called Zonatus, oh. and they flower in, they flower in the fall. Okay. It's on this place still, I see from from a distance. Yeah. I'm I'm impressed that he can see that far. <laughs> <laughs> I got the reading glasses on. <laughs> oh, good glasses, yeah. <laughs> cool. I I just love seeing just all of the color available. Well, I, you know, I guess my my point about asking about the fall bulbs or fall flowering bulbs is, you can have bulb flowering, all twelve months of the year if you include the forcing bulbs. It is so cool, to to take that challenge, to have bulbs going on, all the time. That's really neat. I like the idea of that. It's it's like the perennial thing, you know. You, we've got to have flowers all season. Well, right, you're right. not going to get it from one plant, so yeah. you're going to have to do succession planting. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but talking about the summer flowering bulbs, uh, the fall flowering bulbs, if you want to save your dahlias, it's also a good time in late October to get them in. Now is time. Okay. And uh, but but wait till the, f- the first frost. They can stand little frost, and then you see the little dark. S- leaves coming that's about time to get them in and then what do you how do you store them store them uh, uh, you can store them first you need to dry them a little bit and then store them best way is, is in peat moss but without any wind no plastic okay like th- they like the air but no wind around them so uh, they cannot stand uh, uh, wind going through them despite the fact in the fall you you love to have the wind through the bulbs to get them to keep them fresh, but not in the not right. for the dahlias. So you would take all the soil off of them, maybe lay them out on a table to dry a little bit, and then put them in a dry peat moss. Yes, dry peat. A dry peat moss. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe like a cardboard box or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But but keep away from the plastic. Yeah. Right. Uh, in the spring, when they're, when they're really dormant, it's okay to ship them for us in the plastic, but not in the fall. Sure. They really like to be, to be dried. Now, if you want to, you can leave your lilies in the ground. They right. They're hardy. Exactly. Uh, glad you, d- you, you want to dig up if you want to save them. Huh. And uh, that's the same with uh, what Crocosmi has, you can leave. So a lot of plants that are more perennializing, you can leave. Uh-huh. I like that. Nice. Mm-hmm. You don't have to dig them up. No. One extra thing to do in the fall. Right. <laughs> However, <laughs> if you really love something, it, you know, there's, of course, you're going to go to that effort, you know? Yeah. You're just going to. Like the dahlias. They've become very oh, popular again, like you said. They're just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We sell a lot of dahlias. They have such vibrant colors and yeah. different sizes and shapes of the, the blossoms. Yeah. Yep. Love them. It, yeah. it's, uh, you see beautiful displays these days with cannas and dahlias. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and my asters. gosh. It's just amazing uh, yes. how, uh, how the trend has become picked up again by architects that use them in big parks. You yes. Can, yeah. You get to see them. I was in Chicago Botanic yesterday. That this nice. place is just so wonderful. Are they? Really? That's Beautiful. a great place to visit. Absolutely. Fabulous. Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. 
Alright, well there's our theme music. Oh, oh. Jack, thank fast. you so Thanks, much Jack. for joining yeah. us today. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Oh, sure. And quick reminder that Jack's going to be leading a seminar at 9.30 this morning. Yeah. Here at Prairie Gardens. So, so feel free to stop by. Be there or be square, right? Take it in. That's yeah. right. You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with plant experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and special guest Jack DeVruman with DeVruman Garden Products. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer today was Jim Lewis. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. And remember, if you become an I Belong member here at Prairie Gardens, you can save an extra 10% off every Tuesday. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone, and go Illini! Pumpkin spice and everything nice. It's the reason you love the season. And this fall, you can get it all at Prairie Gardens. So dress your dog.